This is Garrison Hardy with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Monday, August 29th, 2022. I hope you had an excellent weekend of rest and worship with you and yours. So without further ado, here's what you may have missed over the weekend. FTA to authorize new COVID booster shots for Omicron before trials on humans will instead rely on testing on mice. What could go wrong? The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, is expected to authorize new COVID-19 booster shots this week. The booster shots will be released months before trials on humans are completed, according to a new report. New COVID-19 booster shots that target the latest Omicron variant will be approved by the FDA this week. The Wall Street Journal reported the new booster shot will be bivalent, which means it can target the original COVID-19 strain and the Omicron BA5 subvariant. The booster shot will likely be available to Americans despite not having been tested on humans. Instead, the FDA will rely on testing on mice, data from current COVID-19 vaccines, and earlier iterations of boosters. The Wall Street Journal noted the Food and Drug Administration is expected, expected to authorize new COVID-19 booster shots this week without a staple of its normal decision-making process. Data from a study showing whether the shots were safe and worked in humans. It sounds kind of like a big step. FDA Commissioner Robert Califf issued a statement on Twitter regarding how the government agency will likely make a decision in granting emergency use authorization for booster shots from Moderna and Pfizer. Quote, FDA will rely on the totality of the available evidence in making a decision, including clinical trial data from other bivalent mRNA COVID-19 boosters, RWE from current COVID-19 vaccines administered to millions of people, non-clinical data for the bivalent BA45 vaccines, bivalent and multivalent, multivalent, take your pick. Vaccines are very common and modifying a vaccine to include different virus strains often does not require a change in other ingredients, Califf said on Twitter. Earlier this month, White House COVID-19 response coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha expected the boosters to be available by early to mid-September. Gotta love those experimental drugs, huh? Moving on, in Oregon, tragic news. As three dead after shooter opens fire at Oregon Shopping Center. A gunman armed with an AR-15 style rifle opened fire in a shopping center in Bend, Oregon on Sunday evening, killing at least two people, authorities have confirmed. An individual who is believed to be the shooter was also found dead at the scene, police said, taking the death toll to three. Officers and emergency medics responded to multiple 911 calls of shots being fired at the Forum Shopping Center in Bend, Oregon, which is approximately 160 miles southeast of Portland, at about 7.04 p.m. Officials believe the shooter, who was only identified as a male, entered from a residential area behind the shopping center and moved through the parking lot while shooting rounds from an AR-15-style rifle. When when officers arrived at the grocery store, police believe shots were still being fired. Krantz, who is the police chief, said officers found the suspected shooter dead inside the store. The investigation into the shooting is still ongoing, Krantz said, and multiple agencies are involved, including the FBI. Hey, oh look! A governor with some brains. Take note, Newsom and Inslee. Governor Glenn Youngkin vows to stop ridiculous state bans on gas vehicles. Republican Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin is working to dismantle Virginia's push towards electric vehicles, calling the move ridiculous in a Sunday statement. Virginia former Governor Democrat Ralph 
Northam signed legislation in 2021 tying the state's emissions policies to the California Air Resources Board. The board has imposed a regimen to eliminate the sale of gas and diesel vehicles by 2035. I talked about that last week. Oh, and it forces Virginia to do the same thanks to the 2021 law. Quote, in an effort to turn Virginia into California, liberal politicians who previously ran our government sold Virginia out by subjecting Virginia drivers to California vehicle laws, Youngkin wrote in a statement on Twitter. Now, under the pact, Virginians will be forced to adopt the California law that prohibits the sale of gas in diesel-fueled vehicles. I am already at work to prevent this ridiculous edict from being forced on Virginians. California's out-of-touch laws have no place in our commonwealth, he continued. Youngkin already has supported the move from the Republican-held House of Delegates. House Republicans will advance legislation in 2023 to put Virginians back in charge of Virginia's auto emission standards and its vehicle marketplace. Virginia is not and should not be California, end quote. That was House Speaker Todd Gilbert who said that in a statement. Northam and his fellow Democrats passed the legislation when the party held full control of Virginia government last year. So congratulations to you Virginians listening to this news brief. Before we move on, let's stop and take a moment to talk about our Fight, Laugh, Feast Club membership. By joining the Fight, Laugh, Feast Army, not only will you be aiding in our fight to take down secular and legacy media, but you'll also get access to content placed in our club portal, such as past shows, all of our conference talks, and exclusive content for club members that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Lastly, you also get discounts for our conferences, $100 off, folks. So if you've got 10 bucks a month to kick over our way, you can sign up now at flfnetwork.com or fightlaughfeast.com, which to me sounds simpler. Members of Afghanistan's Taliban are conducting door-to-door raids of homes in the northern city of Mazar-e-Sharif on Thursday in part to search for and confiscate weapons, including firearms deemed illegal by the terror group, which seized control of Afghanistan's government in August 2021. I wonder whose president oversaw that. Interesting. And the Kabul-based Kama Press News Agency reported. So, fun stuff happening over here. The raids took place on the morning of August 25th in Mazar-e-Sharif, which is the capital of Afghanistan's Balkh province. Kama Press reported, citing unnamed sources. The news agency said Taliban spokesman Al-Asif Waziri, who serves Box Office of Chief of Police, confirmed the raids in the northern capital. Taliban forces are conducting door-to-door searches in an effort to combat ISIS, obtain state weapons, and collect undocumented guns as well as track down suspected criminals, the Taliban spokesperson added. Yes, I'm sure that's what they're doing. Waziri Reference the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, ISIS, which is an international jihadist terrorist group present in Afghanistan in the form of an offshoot called ISIS Khorasan province, claimed responsibility for a deadly suicide bombing at uh, Kabul's Hamid Khazari International Airport on August 26, 2021, that killed 13 U.S. service members and hundreds of Afghans. The attack took place as the administration of U.S. President Joe Biden oversaw a chaotic and heartbreaking withdrawal of American troops from Afghanistan after the Taliban seized control of Kabul. Kabul. We'll just call it Kabul for now on. The nation's seat 
of government on August 15, 2021. The Taliban had previously ruled Kabul from 1996 to 2001 before Washington launched a nearly 20-year-long war in Afghanistan in late 2001 that ousted the Sunni Islam-based terror group from the capital and replaced it with a U.S.-backed Afghan government administration. In a reversal of the action almost two decades later, the Taliban reconquered Kabul last summer and have since reestablished Sharia or Islamic law as the basis of Afghanistan's legal system. And maybe we should just stay out of there. That's just me. The mission of Armored Republic, by the way, is to honor Christ by equipping free men with tools of liberty necessary to preserve God-given rights. In the Armored Republic, there is no king but Christ. They are free craftsmen. Body armor is a tool of liberty, and they create tools of liberty. Free men must remain ever vigilant against tyranny wherever it appears. God has given us the tools of liberty needed to defend the rights he bestowed to us. Armored Republic is offered to honor you, those tools. So visit them right now at AR500.com. Hey, speaking of Afghanistan, we're not done with that yet. Brace yourselves, we might need to send troops back to Afghanistan, according to a general. It doesn't seem like a question of if, but when to redeploy troops to Afghanistan, again amid rising terrorism concerns. This security situation wasn't an item that caught us off guard. It didn't sneak up on us. It's just another consequence of Joe Biden's destructive policies. For all his time in D.C., it's still amazing that he remains one of the worst foreign policy minds in American politics. The Delaware liberal has been very wrong on every significant American foreign policy effort for the past 40 years. And this Afghanistan pickle is no different. On Fox News Sunday, retired General Kenneth F. McKenzie Jr. admitted that going back to Afghanistan, the graveyard of empires was only a matter of time given the increased activities of radical Islamic terrorists. McKenzie was the last commander of the U.S. NATO forces in Afghanistan before our shambolic withdrawal. The Council of Foreign Relations had a detailed memorandum about the rising terror threat and how, unsurprisingly, the Taliban being allies of groups like al-Qaeda have given their terror pals a lifeline to conduct their global campaign of jihad. The nation's third world dynamics and failing stat, uh, state status also serve as a magnet for terror groups. General McKenzie Jr. was asked, Do you think troops that will have to be sent back to Afghanistan? He responded, That's a difficult question. The threat is growing in Afghanistan, and it's merely a matter of time. End quote. That's just cheery. Oh, look! Censorship is back. Libs of TikTok locked out of Twitter again. Twitter reportedly blocked the popular Libs of TikTok account on Saturday, keeping its owner from posting or logging in over alleged violations of the social media platform's guidelines. Libs of TikTok has become a prevalent Twitter account over its posts that share examples of far-left videos from TikTok, including topics like LGBT activism, critical race theory, and public education issues. Babylon B CEO... Seth Dillon shared a screenshot of the, quote, hateful conduct message of the Libs of TikTok account claimed to have received. Hi, Libs of TikTok. Your account has been locked for violating the Twitter rules, the message read. You may not promote violence against, threaten, or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease, the message added. Please note that repeated violations may lead to a permanent suspension of your account. Proceed to Twitter now to fix the issue with your account. I mean, they literally just post videos of 
Anyways, the message did not mention the particular post or posts that led to the locked out account. However, one of the account's last messages before being locked out was posted on Thursday. The post included the audio that claimed that the Children's National Hospital performed gender-affirming hysterectomies on minors, including those 16 years old or younger. It's not the first time that the popular account has been targeted in recent weeks. Libs of TikTok was permanently suspended from Facebook just one week earlier. Now, before we wrap up today's news brief, we got to finish with my favorite topic, sports. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is at it again. He has a spine. Aaron Rodgers says NFL stooges threaten players with their jobs over vaccines. Another revelation by Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers in his interview with Joe Rogan revealed how the NFL threatened players by holding their jobs hostage unless they got vaccinated. During the August 27th Joe Rogan podcast with Rodgers, he admitted that he purposefully misled the media on his vaccination status. Rodgers also blasted the NFL for its efforts to force players to take the jab. Rodgers slammed the NFL for virtue signaling over the vax and added that the league sent out stooges to enforce compliance. And I want you to do it publicly so that I can get more money out of those other people that are thinking about it and they're on the fence. Yeah, and then we're going to virtue signal to say, look how righteous our league is. We have 95% compliance yes. with the vaccine. Compliance. And if you don't, we're going to send a, sto- a stooge to your team to show you graphs of your vaccination percentage of your team compared to the rest of the league, which actually happened. Really? Yeah. What was the stooge like? Oh, I mopped the floor with them. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. See, again, that's why people are like, no one knew your vaccination status. You lied to your teammates. No, no, no. Day three of training camp, they sent this stooge in, and, and he showed these slides about what your vaccination percentage was in your team, where you compare to the rest of the league. And I started asking him questions about liability. Oh, I'm not a lawyer. Okay, cool. But you're in here talking about all these different things, and you don't talk about anybody's personal health issues. There's zero exemptions. You took out religious exemptions. You took you took out uh, PEG exemptions. You took out anybody's ability to have uh, an opinion. Oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Well, it's not only going to affect your uh, day-to-day status on the team, but your ability to get a job, your ability to keep a job, your ability to get a tryout if you get cut from this team. Because you want to put a percentage above 90% of your team where you guys can have some sort of like special virtue. Like, look how amazing we are. We're above the 90% threshold here. And then they, and then they, t- and then they, they scared teams and said, if you had an outbreak caused by a non-vaccinated player, you'd not only forfeit that game if you had enough players out, but you wouldn't get paid for that week. And here I am showing up to training camp Joe, the first day, and we got five people who work for the organization, out with COVID, all fully vaxxed. (laughs) And I got COVID from a fully vaxxed individual who only got vaxxed to keep his potential of being a part of the NFL. Rogers said that the the teams were bullied to force compliance and were told that they would have to forfeit games if they had a certain number of players and staffers out with positive COVID results. The league began telling teams of the forfeit rule by July 2021. Rodgers added that the NFL told players that they would also sacrifice their pay for any forfeited games as another way to enforce compliance. You know, Rodgers has annoyed me in the past, but i got to give him props here for having a spine, like I said. He and Novak Djokovic, 
And Djokovic, by the way, he's not allowed to play at the U.S. Open this year because of his vaccination status. This after he just won Wimbledon. Oh, interestingly enough, Moderna is a sponsor at the U.S. Open this year. Coincidence? I'll let you decide. This has been Kirsten Hardy with your Cross-Politic Daily News Brief. If you like the show, hit that share button down below. If you want to sign up for a club membership, sign up for our conference with that club discount, and then sign up for a magazine, you can do all of that at FightLabBeast.com. And as always, if you'd like to email me a news story, ask about our conference, or become a corporate partner of CrossPolitik, go ahead and email me right now at garrison at fightlaughfeast.com. For CrossPolitik News, I'm Garrison Hardy. Have a great day, and Lord bless.